0: If you have something new, if you have a valuable URL, like a URL that really helps people or that matches what people are searching for, and you're trying to get it indexed, you're trying to get it crawled, use all marketing channels that you can activate to drive traffic to that URL.
1: This is time for marketing. The marketing podcast that will tell you everything you've missed when you didn't attend the marketing conference. But before we go to the podcast, my name is Peter and I'm your host. I'm an SEO myself. I help internal and external teams in companies, startups, and agencies move their SEO a step forward. If you're looking for an SEO audit or help with your SEO strategy, find me at seos.si. Hello and welcome to the Time for Marketing podcast, the podcast that brings you the best marketing conference speakers and makes them shorten their presentations into five minutes. My name is Peter, and I'll be your host today in the same way I've done that the previous 36 times. So this is the 36th podcast episode. And before we go to our guest tonight, share. Tell people that you like this podcast. Tell the, right now. If you're in an office, I'm pretty sure you have uh, Slack open or any other communications app. Just go and share the link for, to this podcast to all your coworkers into the random room or whatever you have there. And this way, more people can know about this podcast. And now, going to our guest, welcome to the podcast, Maximilian Wölfle. How are you?
0: I'm good, Peter. Thanks for having me.
1: It's very great to have you here. It was less than 24 hours, then we started to talk that, uh, about you being on the podcast, and now you're here. This is what I call efficient work. Maximilian, you are the marketing lead at Comparis.ch. Can you tell me a bit more about what your company does and what you do there?
0: All right. Um, Comparis is basically, it's a comparison website. So you can compare everything uh, from your health insurance, car insurance, uh, mortgages, private loans, all of those type of things. We also have a large classified section. So we have the largest offer in terms of Classified listings for real estate, rentals, and, and selling and buying houses. And um, the car market, we have a car market, a price comparison. So it's, um, it's basically across all verticals that have to do with somehow with uh, your money, basically. That's what Comparos does. A very well-known company in Switzerland. We operate exclusively in Switzerland and my role at Compaldas is I have a shared... um, Let me just stop you there. Uh,
1: Being exclusively in Switzerland means that you still have four different languages on your website, right? Because Switzerland is an an interesting country in that way, right?
0: It's a very interesting and very challenging country in that sense, and, um, I mean, you have all the languages, but then it makes it even harder to do something that's machine learning based, because numbers or the traffic that you get very quickly becomes very small, and that's That's a little drawback, but um, yeah, there are many, many upsides. And basically, the conclusion of my presentation at the Brighton SEO was basically that people should come visit Switzerland because it's very beautiful.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I must agree. I haven't been there yet. I am planning to take our uh, camper van and go there, but we have to wait for the children to grow up a bit. What do you do? What is your role in the company and what are the things that you love doing?
0: Uh, My role at the company is since six months i am the leader of the marketing team and i share this leadership with my colleague Anya, who is um and we we basically we have two teams within the online marketing team and we split those um one team is more focused on email marketing retention and marketing automation and my responsibility lies in the field of everything that's seo that's also my background a bit um i'm also responsible for everything that's performance marketing and um, paid social, stuff like that. That's also in my area.
1: And knowing companies like yours, SEO is and should be one of the main channels to bring traffic to the website, right?
0: Yes. So yeah. by far the, the largest channel. It also has a bit to do with um, what type of offers we have. So we have real estate offers and that's that's high volume traffic and that's almost exclusively Uh, SEO or organic traffic.
1: I invited you to the the podcast because you were a speaker at the Brighton SEO conference um, in March this year, 2021, um, with an interesting presentation that was called The Truth is in the logs first of all how was brighton i have brighton in my memories as uh, fun parties on the pier and beer on the beach and uh, everything else uh, locally in brighton but this hasn't happened for two years now how was how is your experience with the online conferences and how was your online brighton experience
0: yeah i think especially compared to when you're there in person i think it's an amazing conference to attend in person it's a Beautiful city and people. The people who run the conference are very nice and very friendly, and it's a really good mood. It's a great place to be. And I do miss being there. That's for sure. And as far as the online experience is concerned, for me it was my the first time as a speaker at a conference like that. And you know, Brighton for me had always been like the most important conference that I always look forward to going to. And being a speaker there myself was like I was very happy to do that. And doing it online kind of it makes it easier in a way because it's you you pre-record your session you're not as nervous because you don't mm-hmm. I didn't even know mm-hmm. how many people were going to watch it and turned out that more than 1800 people had signed up for the session oh, wow. and i found out about that after i recorded which i think was positive you know that's maybe i would have <laughs> been a bit more nervous but the uh, um kevin's team uh, uh, um, kevin's team they did a really really good um good job and the, i think they they really managed to make the speakers be very prepared that a lot of information how to present how to record you know i never recorded the stream so you're probably very familiar with like all the technology and stuff but for me um recording my uh, recording a session like that was something i had never done before and mm-hmm. they, they supplied us with a lot of information and it was a really good experience even though it was not in person so um, i am definitely looking forward to being there in person um but yeah i, I was very happy to do that do it
1: anyway I, th- I hope next year i'm waiting for my shot that's going to come for me probably somewhere late summer or uh, fall considering our great government but next year uh, spring brighton i hope we all meet there you mentioned that you had after the presentation you had uh, questions and answers around how was that
0: that was really good so that that was a, a panel i think they They divided the panels a bit based on topics, so digital PR, um, content SEO, and um, they stuck me into the technical SEO um, panel, and it was a really great panel, very good, very great participants. And it was hosted by Reach, and she she did a really good job making everyone feel comfortable in it. I was a bit, I think I had misread it. I thought it was only going to be 30 minutes and turned out to be an hour, but it was, it flew by. It was really a very nice uh, conversation. Um, people were asking questions and I reached just made everyone feel very comfortable. That was really, mm. really good. Mm.
1: All right. I think that's it. Let's hear it. How we should go and find the truth in the logs of our websites and our servers. Max, here are your five minutes.
0: All right. I think in terms of finding the truth in the logs, what you should do is you should first, you should get access to those logs. So it's um, there are multiple ways to find out what is happening, like once you have your logs, you can analyze them there's an option with ScreenFrog has a log file analyzer um i'm using i'm using deep uh, not deep crawl, but con- connection deep crawl logs io so that's that's a, when you have a large amount of logs that's um that's really a good way to um to discover stuff on the data so it's it's really good to get started with it think uh, Semrush has an online tool when using the Semrush stuff, like just to get started on it. I think it's it's really important to get started and not to be afraid of log file analysis. It's really not rocket science, but it's it's good to get into it. And basically, what um what I did is I was always a bit I was interested in how how the whole process works and everything. And in last year in two thousand twenty in March, there there was one big. I mean, we all experienced the lockdown. Lockdown happened in Switzerland as well. And in that time, a lot of people were put on short-term work. And in that context, we, because we are a comparison website or a website that helps you with your finances, so we created a tool that helped people that were laid off to a certain percentage so that the government pays part of your salary, your company pays part of the salary, and you also, you're also paying into it a little bit or you're losing a bit of money. But we created a calculator that helped you to calculate how much money you're actually going to be paid at the end of the month when you uh, when your working time has been reduced due to COVID. I think that that's how SEO should work. Think of what people might search for and then create that that helping or that useful content for them. And what we did, and this is something that got me really into it, and it's I think you want to put up the slides, and in the slides I have a screenshot of that. Um, what we did is we first we we were building it and it was all something we did over a weekend so it was really a fast thing we were working on and we built it over the weekend but I had some content people write up like written examples so not yet the full calculator so we to get something onto the URL to get in, in there while the devs were building the calculator and after I think day and a half we actually had the calculator live and we Promoted it through our. We have a large email database, so we promoted it through our email, and also the the PR team. They got it into the media, and we basically have two spikes of traffic way before we even had SEO traffic. So in those two spikes, I looked them up um, in GA, and I looked at the log file analysis or at, at the log files, and it was very interesting that you had the, the same spikes in the logs. So I thought, okay, like if if I drive traffic to this URL, Google's going to notice it, and they are going to crawl this URL and really look into it a lot more in detail than just some random thing that you maybe push through the URL inspect tool or uh, through a sitemap or something like that. So um, that was really uh, interesting to see, and based on that, I started to dig a little bit deeper, and I looked into um, our real estate listings, and I compared different size of towns because i was assuming that larger towns with the same say like rental zurich rental some other small town i would expect Zurich to be crawled more and that actually because i was thinking more traffic more crawling right but it turned out that that wasn't the case it was like a three times a day that was the frequency that googlebot came there and three times a day also applied for um for the smaller towns so there was no no difference in those two but because we have four different languages in Switzerland, I was able to look into okay, how is the difference between a city like Zurich, where people speak German, compared to Geneva, where people speak French? And we have a French and a German version of the website, and it made sense what came out in the end because um, the French version of Geneva was called significantly more than the French than the German version of Geneva, and vice versa, the same was true for um, for Zurich. I think in the slides the examples are um other smaller cities, but it's it's still it still um comes out to be true. So that, that was basically the thing that I realized. Okay, there's a there's a correlation between the two. And the final point, and this is really I think the takeaway that everyone should um consider from this. The takeaway was if you have something new, if you have a valuable URL, like a URL that really helps people or that matches what people are searching for, um uh, and you're trying to get it indexed you're trying to get it crawled um, well first crawled then indexed obviously but um so when you have that use all marketing channels that you can activate to drive traffic to that URL from the very get-go that it's live and use stuff like we used email we used um like digital PR we also um, in other cases I have used um, Google display ads or everything like um, GDN. You can use, of course, Facebook, all the social paid stuff. Um, to, because through email, through through Facebook, or you can reach an audience that is similar to the people that you expect that will Google this. So look for the people who are interested in that stuff. Get it out to them. Get those people to come to your URL from in the very beginning. And then Google is going to follow. It's going to be crawled uh, much more frequent. And it's going to be indexed for sure for sure, are very, very likely, you know, so that's, um, that's the thing. And, and, you, and you basically, you make something useful, accessible from the very beginning. And that mm-hmm. is something, um, to be honest, I sometimes feel like it worked on those bigger projects, but I'm even thinking we should do this more often when we publish like new content or something like that, that we, um, you know, every single URL that is new is something, it's like a small plan that you have to nurture from the beginning. and. Often I have I, I've experienced it over and over often you have stuff that's new coming out and sometimes as a marketing team marketing team you can't keep up or you forget or you focus on the big things but if, if you have a new article that comes out like push it through the channels that you can maybe spend a few uh, euros francs or dollars on it to promote it if you think it's valuable content
1: the, the last thing that you just spoke about I'm just working on a tool that, I have no idea what it's going to be. I just threw some money at a developer to to do something for me. Good idea. Um, but it's yeah. Don't tell my wife. But you know, the general idea comes comes from uh, it happens that we have URLs on our uh, on our uh, blogs that we have no idea if they really worked or not because we you know we churn out so much content that we don't really stick with everyone with the whole uh, marketing checklist for all of the URLs, right? So I'm I'm getting the tool to. You no, know, look at the number of organic searches, uh, visitors that is gonna the article has gotten in the first month, you know, and then look at it in the current month. And then I'm going to look at how we can connect those two ideas of, you know, if an article didn't get any searches uh, or clicks on Search Console in the first 30 days, then we didn't really work on it. We didn't give it the chance to, you know, get out, to see it out. And it seems that, of course, then getting real people to see the content is something that is something that it makes all that articles uh, stand out, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I would if if you still have some some more money to spend on the developer, like it would be very interesting to see. Okay, what happens when you uh, when you also take into consideration other traffic sources? So what happens when you? What's the percentage? Maybe you start off with only having paid social on that URL and then over, over time um, the organic stuff grows mm. and it would be interesting to see that progression
1: mm. that, yeah, to, to see the correlation from the other traffic coming to the website but on the other hand, what we don't want people to do is uh, at least myself, I'm not really a fan of the link indexing tools that you can buy out there. What's your opinion on that one? So the tools where you can throw hundreds of URLs into them and they try to get you into Google. Do you think those are usable or are real users the thing that gets Google interested?
0: I always try to think of the long-term perspective that a company like Google follows. So they want to, to list stuff that people use, people like, people enjoy, people recommend. That's when Google has done a good job. So Mm. my personal opinion, and this is like those tools, you know, if they would serve no purpose, they wouldn't exist. But I I really think that trying to get your stuff like valuable content or valuable tools to the user as fast as possible is the best way to go about it.
1: Yeah, that's somehow my opinion. If If it's not, if Google didn't find it, it's probably not worth it. On the other, a, a different question. How big should the website be that you as a website owner or, or maybe admin of the website should look into the website logs?
0: You you could argue that if, if you have a smaller WordPress blog that, I don't know, we're maybe talking about 50, 60 URLs, I think it's fine if you crawl that and just, you know, finding... You can still have redirects or server errors or something... Happening on, on that page, but you might find you might as well find that with um, with the crawling tools such as um, Screaming Frog or the likes. But in the end, I think it's uh, and it's also gonna like Google Search Console is also gonna give you like the most important errors. You're gonna mm. find those Google mm. Search Console as well. So if you're running a very small website, I would say maybe don't bother with it if everything seems to work fine. You know, like if, you, if you're if you starting to wonder, why is this one URL not showing up in search results? Why is this not working? Um, and you can't figure it out through the, the URL inspect tool or similar stuff. Then is then the time comes to already look into logs, even if you have a smaller website. Generally, I, I think the, the moment that you are, that you have, that you're talking about templates, you know, not that you're talking about, we have templates for cars, used cars, new cars, all the brands. Um the moment that it starts to go even a little bit into that, I think you can always you're always going to find value in the information that you're gonna get
1: from the logs. Mm. Mm. Okay, excellent. We are at our mark or a bit over, but that's normal. Maximilian, thank you for being on the podcast and sharing with us your presentation. As mentioned, we'll add the presentation into the show notes and links to the tools that you've mentioned, and of course links to your um online personas where can people find you if they want to talk about more about seo and of course other things i think
0: the easiest way to reach me would be on twitter linkedin those are the two i think that's that's where you can find me all right i i still don't have and i probably will never have my own personal branded website um that's that thought has passed
1: (laughs) All right, excellent. Uh, I will leave you to go skiing in the mountains with chocolate and uh, watches and Swiss knives. I'm afraid that's over.
0: I'm afraid that's over.
1: All right, too warm already. Wait, it's only March. It's only April. You in Switzerland should have some skiing left, right?
0: Yeah, it's yeah. Maybe there's some glacier that you can find, but it's very sunny and beautiful outside at the moment. Okay. But um, Peter, thank you so much for having me.
1: Thank you and have a great day.
0: You too.